welcome to the Bonus Action Podcast, the show that explores 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons one rule at a time in short 15-minute episodes. I'm your host, James Intricasso, and I'm here with my favorite RPG muser, all-around great guy, and host of the Play on Target podcast, Sam Dillon. Hey, Sam, how are you? James, I'm great. How are you? You know what? Life is so rad right now. I'm pumped to be talking with you about spellcasting once again. Oh yeah, me too. But before we do that, let's thank our sponsor for this episode, NobleKnight.com. Noble Knight is a brick-and-mortar game store with an online presence that specializes in providing out-of-print RPG products. Any edition of any game, if you want it, they've got it. They also have tons of other tabletop gaming supplies, and they buy old products that you aren't using anymore. So, let's hear a quick word from them. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, even Saturday, Noble Knight is a brick-and-mortar game store. Support small businesses that also exists online. Open 24-7 on the web. They have D&D and other cool RPGs. Any edition, any game, even out-of-print products. And at a discounted price. That's out of control. Have a bunch of old game products collecting dust? Dangerous allergens. Noble Knight will buy the old stuff you aren't using anymore. Looking at you, Indiana Jones RPG. So go to NobleKnight.com and get by it and sell it. Take back your life and tell them the Tone Show sent you. In this episode, we're discussing the rules for spellcasting as a multi-class character. This is one of 5th edition D&D's most complex rules, but don't worry, we've got you covered. You can find an explanation of this rule on pages 164 and 165 of the Player's Handbook. This is our third podcast in a series of bonus actions about spellcasting, so be sure to check out Bonus Action 7 and Bonus Action 9 in that order if you haven't yet, and if you aren't familiar with the spellcasting rules in 5th edition D&D. We really break down the basics in those first two spellcasting podcasts and use terms defined in those episodes in this episode of the bonus action. If you're a multi-class character, your capacity for spellcasting depends partly on your combined levels in all of your spellcasting classes and partly on your individual levels in those classes. There's a special multi-class spellcaster table on page 165 of the Player's Handbook, and we'll be referring to that quite a bit, so you may want to bust that out as you listen to us to use as a visual aid. We should mention the rules we're about to break down only apply if you have levels in two or more classes that also have the spellcasting class feature. If you're a multi-class character and you have levels in only one class which gives you that spellcasting class feature, then your life is easy. You just follow the rules described by that class, and that's it. This is only if you're like a wizard, druid, or an eldritch knight fighter and a ranger, then this is for you. Okay, so let's break it down. For spells known and prepared, you determine what spells your character knows and what spells your character can prepare individually by class. So if your PC has four levels in Ranger and three levels in Wizard and has an intelligence of 16, for example, then your PC has three Ranger spells known 
and knows three wizard cantrips, and can prepare six wizard spells from your spellbook. Sounds simple enough, right? Yeah, it does. But now for the tricky part. You determine your available spell slots by adding together all of your levels in Bard, Cleric, Druid, Sorcerer, and Wizard classes, and then half your levels in the Paladin and Ranger classes, and a third of your levels in the Fighter and Rogue classes if you're the Eldritch Knight Fighter or Arcane Trickster Rogue archetypes, respectively. If you're some other archetype within those classes, then guess what? You don't cast spells, so you're good. <laughs> Note that the Warlock isn't on those list of classes I just mentioned, because the Warlock doesn't actually have a spell-casting class feature. Its class feature is called Pact Magic, which recharges after a short rest instead of a long rest, and works a little differently, as discussed in Bonus Action 9. More on the Warlock later. When you're adding together fractions for that Paladin, Ranger, Eldritch Knight, and Arcane Trickster, remember to round down, like most things in D&D, always round down. Once you have this number, that's that class number, total class levels, use that on the multi-class spellcaster table on page 165 as your spellcaster level. Now, that table might give you spell slots of a level that's higher than the spells you know or can prepare. You can use those slots, but only to cast your lower-level spells. If a lower-level spell that you cast, like Fireball, has an enhanced effect when cast using a higher-level slot, then you can use the enhanced effect, even though you don't technically have any spells of that higher level. Let's go back to Sam's example of the 7th level character with 4 levels in Ranger and 3 levels in Wizard. That character counts as a 5th level caster using the multi-class spellcaster table. And we can see that means that the PC has some 3rd level spell slots. Now the PC doesn't know any 3rd level Ranger spells and can't prepare any 3rd level Wizard spells, but it can use those spell slots to cast spells it does know or can prepare that are lower level. Potentially, it can cast those spells to a greater effect if it uses those 3rd level spell slots. Now, once you actually look at that and you do that a couple times, it looks odd, but it kind of makes sense. But what mm -hmm. about that Warlock? If you have both the spellcasting class feature and the Pact Magic Warlock class feature, you can use the spell slots you gain from the Pact Magic feature to cast spells that you know or have prepared with the spellcasting class feature, and you can use the spell slots that you gain from the spellcasting class feature to cast Warlock spells that you know. Wow. Well, you know what, Sam? That, that wasn't too bad, actually. No, I... actually not. No, no, pretty easy. I guess multi-class spellcasters aren't as tough to figure out as everybody seems to make it. Just make sure you're using the table correctly on page 165 in the player's handbook and calculating your class level right to use on that table, and you should be fine. Don't let a little complexity scare you from playing that bard, paladin, sorcerer, warlock you've always had your heart <laughs> set on. Well, 
If you like the show, I encourage you to visit thetomeshow.com and use our affiliate links for Amazon.com and dndclassics.com to support the show while you shop. And also, don't forget about noblenight.com. They have been awesome for us, and they've been a, a faithful, loyal sponsor, and uh, they have great stuff. So I urge you to go over there, and in the little notes before you check out with your little cart, tell them that the Tome Show sent you. Remember that doing all of this doesn't actually cost you anything extra, but it does throw a few tiny copper pieces into the Tome Show's belt pouch, allowing us and all of our wonderful shows, most of them hosted by James, to stay on the air. Uh, but don't forget about Behind the DM Screen, my personal favorite podcast on the network, hosted by Samuel. I'd like to send a special shout-out to the Tome Show listener, Michael Benensky. Thanks so much for listening and giving us shout-outs on Google+. We appreciate your support. If any other listeners out there have suggestions, corrections, or comments, feel free to leave us a comment at thetomeshow.com or email thetomeshow at gmail.com. You can also call the Tome Show's biz line at 919-BIZ-TOME. That's 919-B-I-Z-T-O-M-E. The music used in this episode was composed by Eric Michaels. James, where can listeners find you? You can find me at twitter.com slash jamesintercasso, or you can find me here on the Tome Show's podcast feed, or you can find me on my blog over at worldbuilderblog.me. And you can follow me, Sam Dillon, on Twitter at twitter.com slash dmsamuel, or follow my blog at rpgmusings.com, or check out another podcast that I'm associated with called Play on Target over at playontarget.com. It's a pretty awesome podcast. Well, thank you. And thank you. Thank you.